This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Sean? The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) How am I supposed to read those slashes like that? Do a hard stop at each one, like it's a space, and just read the... Oh, like he has the hiccups. Oh, okay, okay. How does SpongeBob do it, like the meme? Oh, I can't understand you. Yep. So every line is a raspberry. Yep. Have fun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to gather myself. hairball issue can you please check on her <laughs> all right we need to unpack what just happened here <laughs> five hearts five of passion five cry five out five for, five justice. for justice shugo fen fukushan sentai fuketsuna ranger let's go Working at the popular Shin Nihonko TV station, these five courageous humans wage a never-ending battle against the evil Boar Dom, a villain with a penchant for bad grammar and a fetish for deviancy. Hmm, we fight with the real good horn. At the time starts to But who are these brave warriors that cannot be stopped even by Kevlar bullets or sand? Magenta. Synergist wizard, Chin Chin Echi. A fight is what you get when you violence. The refuse artisan, Toyota Hanzo. I cannot believe the perfectly good things people flush down. The Dwisney Veering, Tori Jury. Female, square boobs, action figure. The cable dog, Keiburu Inukaisui. My name is Recursive. And the leader, Fuget Crimson. The pruning decimator, Hamada Koto. I am the greatest hero. My name is Justice. Justice is my remaining testicle. With the ever-present threat of boredom and the legions of his Gram army, they hard fight and make the world safe for puppies and sea cucumbers. We need to summon the King Supreme Megazord now! King Lee S. Combine! Supremely chest breast combine! Megly dick combine! I guess I'll be the acne again. And I'll form everything else! Nice. 
Why does everybody insist an elf is a monster girl? Because they're silly slash stupid. It's entry-level garbage where all you have to do is slap giant titties on her and give her pointy ears. And you're like, oh, that's different from a human. That counts as a monster girl. I've seen non-giant titties on elves. David, let's be real. Well, I mean, yes, let's be real. Those aren't actually elves. If we're talking about, like, things like Monster Masume and other monster fuck video games, everything's got big titties except for the weird lolly ones. Yeah. Monster fuck video games. Yeah, there's tons of them. Yeah, they're the favorite of the Stevos. Dave, have you never played a monster fuck video game? I have not played them. Well, I've played one monster fuck video game, and it was called Monster Fuck Quest. I came back at a good time. Sure did. Welcome back. Go download Monster Masume. I'm pretty sure it has a translation. I've seen Monster Masume. It's a good anime, but there's no elf in Monster Masume. Because elves are not monsters. Which one am I thinking of? I'm thinking of something. Let me look it up. Monster game where you get eaten a lot. That's (laughs) Monster Girl Quest. Yeah, that's the one. Touch Fluffy Tail. Yeah, if you touch her fluffy tail, you become entranced by it because I guess that's how things work. And then she shoves you up her butthole and digests you. Yeah. Can we just get season eight started already, guys? Never! I was pretty sure that we were reading directly from the document you wrote. It was like, hey, big boy, touch my fluffy tail and now I'm going to anal for you. (laughs) Fun! You're not supposed to read ahead. Oh, yes, look at my butthole. Isn't it comfy in there? (laughs) Oh my god, it looks so comfy. I'm not comfy with this scenario. Welcome back, everybody. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 8. I'm your host, Steve-O. Joining me tonight... Oh, look, all of my hosts have been eaten by monster butts. Yep. <laughs> Logan got <laughs> anal <vord. laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> he just punches his way out of the anal voring. It is like, what? It was just an anus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nonchalantly, oh, it's just a butt. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> Joining me tonight, as usual, are David, Logan, Valerie, Sean, and no guests. We also have a new format this season. Whenever we have guests, they're going to be on for the second half, but it will not be live. It will be a mystery. Yes. Mystery box. What's in the box? What's What's in in the the box? box? It could even be a box. Analvor. Yeah, it's analvor. It's always analvor. It's just a box. You open it. It's a sphincter that sucks you in. Sweet. Wow. It's like-like. No! <laughs> okay, alright. Because yeah. when you think about it, like likes really are just anthropomorphic buttholes. Yeah. Hot take, witches are not monster girls either. That's not a hot take. I know, that's why it's a joke. It's a tepid take <laughs> at best. Tepid take! So what did you all do with your month off? Nothing. Worked. Literally, all I did was go to MAGFest and work. And David, you said you did nothing. I didn't get to do anything. Didn't it feel good? No, because I didn't get to do anything. I was like, man, all of my friends certainly are having fun at MAGFest. Wait, I didn't go to MAGFest. Out of all of us here, only one person went. Yeah, Logan, the only person who counts. <laughs> the coolest. <laughs> Logan, how was your anal voring at MAGFest? Oh, it was pretty good. You know, I just anal vored as many people as I could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that why you had such a waggle when you walked back? No, that's just how my butt works. <laughs> Anytime you analvore somebody, it adds weight to your hips because that's how animes work, apparently. You've got them reverse child-bearing hips. Yeah, you gotta store the babies in your butt. <laughs> that's how you get past airport security these days. I swear, someday I will find that picture of the diagram of male pregnancy where they had two babies gestating in their butt cheeks. In their butt cheeks? What? Wait, Ew. what? Like, inside of their butt cheeks, their butt cheeks were the bellies. 
Wow. I will find this picture someday. I have seen it. Male pregnancy. Let's see what happens. Male pregnancy test. Male pregnancy symptoms. Male pregnancy Sims 4. I <laughs> see. Sure. Male pregnancy stories. Male pregnancy syndrome. Syndrome? Yeah, you know, from the Incredibles, you know. <laughs> oh, God, I don't, I don't want to see syndrome of butt pregnant. <laughs> uh, Mr. Incredible, I'm going to anal for you, and then you will become my butt baby. And BuzzFeed male pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to BuzzFeed. Today we're going to talk about top five male pregnancies. <laughs> Number five, Chris Evans. Oh, God. <laughs> More than his role in Captain America, he committed to the role of fatherhood by conceiving a butt baby. I actually have to get someone to send me the picture of Impreg Evans. Oh, God. Okay, while that's going on, I wrote the story for tonight. Wait, you're just going to come out and say... You're you're not not allowed to own up to the handle of Manuel Mantastic. I said that was my goddamn Xbox name after they made me... What the hell was it? It was like Fluffy Bunny or whatever it was. Fluffy Kitten. Some kitty. (laughs) You were the Mighty Fister. Yeah, you were the Mighty Fister. And then they banned you. And then they banned me, but they said we only allow anal vor names, no other sexual illusions whatsoever. Sure. (laughs) You cannot win against me because you cannot have anal vor. (laughs) Vivid Kitten, thank you. Vivid Kitten, I'm glad somebody else remembered. So this is Tasty Seduction by Manuel Mantastic. Category, mascots. Genre, romance humor. Author link, none. Status complete, chapter 121 of one chapters. Source, the depth of mental depravity. Wait, there's 121 chapters of one chapter? What? Wait, what? No, one the words two and then one. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's 1D1. Got it. <laughs> Gritty goes to the AMPM to try to satisfy his hunger. Little did he know that he was hungering for more than just food. Mm. And Logan, since I made the deal to do this for you, you fucking start the shit off. <laughs> Yay. You have to start, Logan, which means no sex. I don't know. I feel like it might mean sex. Chapter one. Tumgus was getting the sex on. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Chapter one, Anal Vori. Not everybody knows what the mascot of AMPM is. Oh, well, everyone who's watching, just imagine the mascot of AMPM Anal Vori you. <laughs> who's watching us? David, we have nobody watching. Tasty Seduction <laughs> by Manuel Mantastic. <laughs> Dedicated to Logan who will hopefully shut up about Gritty and Tumgus <laughs> not a chance in the world after we are done reading this story. Now, I wonder, what did the author actually mean by this opening statement? <laughs> oh, you're looking for the fucking artistic interpretation. <laughs> like, we have to figure out what happened here. Why was it dedicated to Logan? Did Logan die? Who is this Logan? <laughs> what does Logan signify in all of us? What does he signify in all of us? Dedicated <laughs> to the one that got away. Why, when I imagine this Logan do I imagine a stunning Adonis with crippling good looks and pectoral muscles that can bounce up and down crippling except he's off balance because he only has one ball <laughs> Dave I know it's been a while since you've seen me but I'm literally so fucking buxom now <laughs> <laughs> alright I was. I thought you had said buff but then my brain parsed it clarify 
more or less buxom than Marie Claude. No, 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 no. No one's more buxom than her, sir. <laughs> so let's try to keep it in the realms of reality here. <laughs> hey, she's real. She's not really real. Really enhanced via aftermarket heavers, that's all. Yeah. Mine aren't aftermarket. <laughs> that's all right, but don't judge other people's aftermarket heavers. I'm just saying it's not real. I think that the downforce of the aftermarket heavers could be good. Can you stop using the word heavers? Oh, I'm sorry. Bodon honkeros. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your new OC from My Hero Academia? Oh, I should make a fursona just called Bodon honkeros. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think it's important to note that the first person to bring up fucking Boku no Hero Academia this season is not David. Yep. Sorry, Steve. You're the loser of the show. No. Sorry, David. He stole your thing. You can't do it anymore. Woohoo! Ha! Pfft, whatever. I'm still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gritty was hungry. Gritty hunger. <laughs> in between his many hours spent in front of the boudoir camera, his duties in Washington, D.C., his autograph sessions with mile-long lines of adoring fans, <laughs> and his side job as a marriage counselor. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. Gritty usually left little time for himself to take care of the essentials. God, I know how that feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like essential oils. Even omnipresent demigods need time to sleep and eat. If for no other reason than to slay dream demons and taste the myriad ambrosias the world has to offer. God, it's just, it was definitely written for me. (laughs) This time, though, that hunger went deeper than mere sustenance. Gritty wiped the sweat from his loins, took off his silk nighty. yeah, that's nighty. put on his usual jersey, and tossed a balled up $250 tip at the photographer. It hit him in the head and he was knocked unconscious. No. It was taped to a hockey puck. (laughs) Don't put rocks in your money, all right? No, they put batteries in it. (laughs) Those pictures would turn out great for the 2019 Gritty Seduction calendar. Please make that a thing, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me. Tweet this shit goddamn Gritty. Have him do it himself. I will tweet this pic at Gritty and AMTM. It's just the same picture of Gritty, but it slowly zooms in month after month, closer and closer to Gritty's face until December when all you can see are his eyes. (laughs) Over time, the pages actually have googly eyes on it, and by the end, you see them shudder. (laughs) Why don't they pay us? (laughs) You're right, Logan. Why don't they pay us? Steve, tell them how they can pay us. They need to pay us now! (laughs) All the proceeds of sales were going directly to the orphans of hockey-related deaths. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna finish my fucking beer. (laughs) Gorgeous Johnny Testa of the Philadelphia Flyers definitely must be remembered for his contributions and horrific Zamboni-related death. So, funnily enough, I have been getting into hockey, and one of the things I looked up while we were watching a hockey game recently was hockey-related deaths. And apparently, the first hockey-related death was due to an on-ice injury that stemmed from religious disagreements. What? Yeah. (laughs) He went outside the photo studio. Innuendo in 35 millimeters. Oh, that's the name of the studio. I love that. (laughs) And decided that instead of instantly teleporting or even flying, 
he would get in his 2019 Ferrari LaFerrari. Is that an actual car? It is, but they only made it one year. There's no 2019 Ferrari. It's a new year, Dave. New year, new car possibilities. No, they make 2019s and 2018. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Never fucking got that. Oh, and I already tweeted to Gritty that we're reading sexy fan fiction about him. Oh, fuck yeah. I love you, Sean. You're the best. (laughs) He would get in his... 2019 Ferrari LaFerrari to get some food. Surely regular food would help him figure out what he was actually craving. Gritty wouldn't have fit in a regular car. It was a special Ferrari, though, because it was shaped like Gritty. <laughs> so it was, it's it's the Dumb and Dumber van, but Gritty. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the shaggin' wagon. Yeah, exactly. I could dig a Ferrari LaFerrari that's shaped like Gritty. <laughs> I'm going to fucking pimp out my Honda Fit to look like Noah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Gritty X Nilla. No, no. no. Gritty may be a demigod, but Nilla is a god. (laughs) It's it's the story of Gritty's ascension as he becomes part of the celestial plane. (laughs) He gave the designers special directions about how his fur should be fashioned out of lightweight polycarbonate. And as a result, the car broke the... The what? The Nuremberg Nuremberg ring. ring. First off, no, it didn't. What's the second off? Uh, Second off, you don't know shit about cars. So stop (laughs) pretending like you know shit about cars. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely don't know shit about cars because I didn't know what the fuck that was. Is that spelled right? Yes, that is spelled correct. Okay, Nuremberg ring. Wait, is it? Because I spelled it from memory and I thought I fucked it up real bad. It definitely doesn't look like (laughs) Nuremberg. He's not being on trial for being a Nazi. (laughs) No, he fights Nazis. Yeah, the Nurburgring is spelled correctly. It's not capitalized. That's the only thing that's not right about it. But yes. Okay. All right. It's not even fucking been on Nurburgring. It was just collecting dust right now in a parking garage down the block. At A. Oh, dear. It was just collecting dust right now at a parking lot down the block. Parking garage, not a parking lot. Ah, fuck. (laughs) We haven't even gotten to the sex and you're stumbling. I'm just so excited. Gritty is already 100% pure sex. (laughs) Also, there was a recall for them because the fuel tank wasn't... Wait, for the Ferrari or for Gritty? For the Ferrari. So he's in a death trap. Yeah, no, they recalled Gritty. (laughs) 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 He was too powerful. Too OP. La Ferraris, they had a replacement fuel tank needed because of incorrect adhesion to a layer of paint, which made the fuel tank possibly catch on fire. Wow. (laughs) That fucking rules. Honestly, that's an upgrade. (laughs) You're like driving along. Gritty's like, man, I could really go for something rad right now. His car catches on fire and he just finishes his drive to wherever he's going. Fuck yeah. Just like a Pinto. (laughs) He's the only one who goes on a road trip across the country, but his car is on fire every step of the way. So he might as well give it some miles. He walked to the garage, scanned his VIP pass, gave a friendly high five to the guard working the gate, and got in his car. His name's Jimmy. Yeah, his name is Jimmy. You didn't put that in, but we put that in. Yeah, we know our gritty history. We know what his name is. You're helping me, the author, flesh out this expanded universe. We're filling out the gritty verse. Exactly. Yeah, the gritty verse. <laughs> <laughs> No, Gritty into the Gritty verse. You have to make it like the movie that's currently out in theaters. That was a good movie, too. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. It's so good. It's really good, dude. It wasn't far to the local AMPM as the street signs passed and his radio blared the latest scores from the NHL. 
Gritty couldn't help but let his mind wander as to how complete his life was. He had everything he could possibly want, and then some. So why did he feel like something was missing? It couldn't be fame. He was the most searched term on Google for the past six months straight. Wait, how many months has Gritty existed for? Uh, six months, I would assume. Since the beginning of the season, I believe. I don't think Steve will research this. Was I supposed to? Yes? I expect you to get your facts straight. <laughs> but I do think Gritty is powerful enough to be searched before he existed. Okay. He didn't need money. He was beyond money. Men, women, basically everyone swooned for him at first glance into his big, empty, soulless eyes. <laughs> He's been around since September 24th, 2018. Yeah, so not six months. Close. <laughs> they could see past the void that Gritty was more attractive and loving than Shrek, Dog Mom, Stoya. Wait, Stoya, like the, the porn actress who died? Did she die? No, she's still alive. Pretty sure she's dead. Stoya is an American pornographic actress. She's still going. Years active, 2007 to present. All right. Pretty sure she's not, but... She published her first book last June. Yeah, but she could have died in between then. Also, do you even know who Dog Mom is, Steve? No, I just put it because you keep referencing her. Ugh. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what Dog Mom is. Check the porn spam chat. I posted a picture. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> and Justin Trudeau combined. Gritty felt like a jelly donut without the jelly. A hentai flash game without the money shot. <laughs> Tits without nipples. Or a Doctor Who episode without the Doctor Who theme. This is a thing that goes... <laughs> That's correct, Logan. Yes, it goes... It's the thing that goes... <laughs> then it struck him. No matter how many people had glanced his way, and immediately became overwhelmed by erotic desires and fantasies. He had never looked at anyone else that way. He had never found a Bert to his Ernie, a Luigi to his Mario. Okay, I don't know that this is a proper analogy. <laughs> Bert to Ernie, yeah, that makes sense. Luigi to Mario, uh, <laughs> maybe crossing some lines, brother. Keep reading, keep reading. A ramen to his lemonade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one fits perfect. Yeah. Maybe the universe just didn't have someone to equal him. Or even if it did, maybe they weren't his compliment. He felt like a like a call to charge without an audience to yell the word charge. It was a depth of loneliness he hadn't thought he could experience. All right, Dave, you're up. I'm up, you say. Well, then. You haven't opened the story, have you? Yeah, I have. Fucking the first word is before. Eat it, Steve. Damn! All right. Before he could finish his thoughts, he arrived at the Ampum, pulling the parking <laughs> brake. <laughs> what? There's no there's no hyphen there. It's not capitalized. I don't know what that is. That's Ampum. That's a store. No. It's a convenience store chain. That's Ampum. That's an off-brand. A-M-P-M. It's no, a that's... convenience store chain. Ampum. Steve, that's clearly Ampum. Ampum. Yeah, I'm going to go to the nearest AMPM and just call it Ampum and see how long it takes for the, <laughs> the person working the register to pull out their shotgun and kill me. <laughs> well, I'll do that experiment in Japan where they don't have shotguns. They almost exclusively only have shotguns as far as firearms go. I know, but not at the AMPM. They have ninja stars. They will just throw a bunch of pachinko machines at you. Oh, oh no. No, no. Those are way heavier. <laughs> like the entire pachinko machine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they gave up their right to bear arms, they instead got the right to lift whole pachinko machines over their head. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling the parking brake at 70 imp and doing a sick Ace Ventura style parallel parking job right in front of the store. Gritty had a lot of practice and made sure not to take up any space in the handicapped spots because he was respectful of other people's disabilities like that. He opened the car doors, which were gullwing. The La Ferrari does not have gullwing doors, Steve. <laughs> Isn't it great that you could actually yell at the author this time around? Yes. <laughs> Fucking monster, you. <laughs> it's actually very convenient. Hey, here's the thing I was talking about earlier. Oh, the male pregnancy thing? Oh, no, no. I still haven't found that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Wow. Nope. <laughs> Fucking no, man. Number four on our list of impregnants, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Junior. Then they intersplice like fake interview footage. Yeah, you know, I want to do a, a, a story that was very um, sensitive. But then Danny DeVito said, Ah, no, don't do that. I'm Danny DeVito. <laughs> you know, I never thought about it, but does Danny DeVito's parents look like him? They're all dead, dude. Danny DeVito's like 90. Yeah, but did his parents look like he does? I don't know. I've never seen his parents. Could you imagine if his mom looked like another Danny DeVito? It's like they've seen an Aqua scene where Carl was a kid and his dad is just an older version of him. <laughs> He's like, hey, you're going to boil that up and eat that carpet. You can't eat carpet, Dad. <laughs> Please keep reading, Dave. And made a sweet whooshing noise as dry ice fog boiled over into the parking lot. He's in an 80s fucking music video. Yeah, he's become David Hasselhoff. All right, I'm down. I love that Danny DeVito has Hank Hill ass. <laughs> I don't got an ass. <laughs> also, that definitely goes in porn spam right there. It does show Danny DeVito's bare behind. But don't worry, my cock is gigantic. My magnum dong. He took a selfie for later. The automatic doors to the Ampum opened as a friendly bang sounded, signifying Gritty's grand entrance to this bastion of snacking heaven. Gritty took off his sick aviator sunglasses, which he sometimes wore to further scrutinize the many varieties of caloric goodness now at his fingertips. Does he have like a scan function in him or something? Is that what's going on here, Steve? Like he's got Terminator, but it's calorie counting. Well, I mean, he's a demigod, so all demigods have that power. Yeah, that comes stock standard. Fair, fair point. I forgot that, that it comes standard with the 50 year drivetrain power warranty. <laughs> And Bluetooth connectivity. Oh, Bluetooth connectivity is now standard in demigods? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to upgrade. Yeah, they took notes from Kia's base model this past year. <laughs> They're like, if this shitty ass Kia can have that, why can't us demigods have it? And then God was like, all right, fine. You have the Bluetooth connectivity. And satellite radio. No, don't push your luck, man. I don't even got Saturday. Satellite radio, that stuff's garbage. You got to pay extra for that. Like, God doesn't even have satellite radio, man. Come on. <laughs> He's above the satellites. He can't get it. Exactly. They don't point up. They point down. <laughs> yeah. Now, everybody knows you can't get satellite radio on Mars. Right. They don't point the satellites at it. Tim, we've been fucking those Martians over real bad. Quick, get Elon Musk to launch a whole bunch of satellites around Mars. Get Elon <laughs> Musk to throw a bunch of Teslas at Mars. <laughs> no wonder we haven't seen any life out there. It's because they can't tune into our radio stations and find out who's going to win the 95.5 Summer of Fun series. <laughs> 
He sauntered over to the donut area and started to select the most delicious assortment of refined sugars known to man. As he was picking his deep-fried rings of glucose divinity, Gritty's ESP started to notify him. That's Bluetooth, not ESP, Steve. We just established that. <laughs> started to notify him of an incoming presence. It was very large and very powerful, but not malicious. If anything, it felt warm and inviting. It was similar in strength to his own, but exuded a sense of calm and peace that Gritty through his own tumultuous adventures in life, rarely ever experienced. He was drawn to it, curious as to who it was, or to who or what could possibly be registering such a large blip on his Bluetooth radar. Suddenly, the presence disappeared. Then, before he could react, Gritty felt a warm breath on the back of his long, slender neck. Gritty turned around and it was almost face to face with the most delicious looking smile he'd ever seen, adoring the, a delectable amalgamation of discarded- A most delectable. Adoring a most delectable amalgamation of discarded pork pots with a pair of rosy cheeks filled with chocolate chips, still warm from the ethereal oven. <laughs> a magnificent beard made entirely out of the cheesiest of cheese puffs drew Gritty's <laughs> eyes away from the Adonis's dreamy hazel eyes. Yes. This exemplar of anthropomorphic cuisine was what was setting Gritty's internals or setting off Gritty's setting off. I got it. Was setting off Gritty's internal senses. The stranger smiled and his breath smelled like a deli bar. <laughs> Don't get skin out with food. Mm. That's not what Tungus sounds like. <laughs> what does he sound like, Logan? Tungus! <laughs> Tungus can help with food. Mm. <laughs> so he's just Yoda. All right, cool. A little less Yoda. <laughs> the food figure uttered in his deep baritone voice. Oh, so it's you know what? Like, I, <laughs> Tungus can help with food. <laughs> the food figure uttered in his deep baritone voice. Gritty needed a moment to gather himself. His fur-covered loins had been aroused by the intrigue of this incredible being that, by all known science, shouldn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Way to break up the prose, Dave. Sorry. How's that recording of us just burping, saying um and coughing going? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Please release that. Life wasn't meant to hold this much beauty. Gritty held back a tear as he mustered up confidence and courage from the emotional wells he hadn't needed to touch in years. Life had been so easy and predictable for him that it was now difficult to get back on solid mental standing after having his mind blown away, blown by Tungus awesomeness. Gritty began to reach into his groin area to massage his own meat log while staring droolingly at Tungus's burger nose. <laughs> It looked and smelled delicious. He was still trying to find his bearing when, without realizing what he was doing, he leaned in and licked Tungus's oral, oral, Tungus's olfactory canals. <laughs> his oral canals. <laughs> the walking snack food nutrition pyramid was taken aback momentarily by this display of, def- of affection. Defection? He was <laughs> defecting? He's going from mascot to, uh, what's not a mascot? Um, furry. Yeah, he's becoming a furry. Good job, Gritty. <laughs> Go team furry Gritty. Catches that Midwest fur fest. But qu- recovered quickly and smiled the most genuine smile Gritty had ever seen besides looking at his own reflection. 
Grady had to think fast. He had left his writing pad on the car and didn't want to presume this scrumptious vision would be okay with accepting Grady's telepathic communications just yet. He was on equal footing here, and as always, Grady wanted to be respectful, regardless of whether or not he had a massive, raging hard-on for them. As soon as the thought struck him, Gritty began to gather and arrange snack items, overlaying them in such a way as to have their names, logos, descriptions, and descriptions speak to the desires in his heart. After a few seconds, the following message appeared. Sean? The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) How am I supposed to read those slashes like that? Do a hard stop at each one, like it's a space, and just read the... Oh, like he has the hiccups. Oh, okay, okay. How does SpongeBob do it? Like the meme? Oh, I can't understand you. Yep. So every line is a raspberry. Yep. Have fun. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to gather myself. Well, I think the dog has a hairball issue. Can you please check on it? All right, we need to unpack what just happened here. Oh, you sounded like that scene from Wayne's World where they were purposefully pretending not to say words as part of their order, but really aggressive. So kudos, Sean. Uh, It spells out, do you want to come back to my place? Right. We all know that. I'm explaining it for those that don't understand the linguistic complexity of. Yeah, well, they should learn German because that was German. (laughs) Well, if they go to FridayNightFanFiction.com, go to this episode, they can go to the link and read along with us. Oh, my God. Wait, we can do that? Visit thegreatcoursesplus.com slash Friday Night Fan Fiction for your three free 30-day trial of German. Learn how to read weird AM, PM, laid out garbage on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, okay. After assemblage was displayed, Grady did something he never nearly did. Nearly never. Shit. <laughs> Grady did something he nearly never did. He got down on his knees. He held out a package of Hostess Sugar Frosted Miniature Donuts, as if to imply a pretty please with sugar on top, to his new acquaintance. He wasn't 100% sure, but he was, like, 99% sure (laughs) that this might just be what he was looking for. The bean in front of him, not the Hostess snack, but that would be a nice bonus. Tumgus didn't even hesitate. His smile opened even wider, and he nodded slowly before he spoke. Yes, I would love that. Let us gather some tasty morsels first, and then we can depart to get to know one another better. I have a feeling that tonight is going to be most memorable. Tumgus caressed Critty's furry hand as he lifted him from the kneeling position. For a brief moment, they just stared at each other. The brief pause of the motion of the world akin to yanking a NESS cartridge from a powered-on system, except without the glitchy results. A few breaths later, 
and the opening notes from Toto's Africa came on over the Ampum sound system. Is that the canon pronunciation now? Yeah. Okay. As Tumigus began to sing the doots and doos of the latently incestuous anthem, the two began to go on a shopping spree for sustenance that wouldn't have looked out of place in a wedding planning commercial for the financially destitute. Wow. <laughs> Logan, do you want to explain the kinds of foods they have at AMPM? No, I've never been to an AMPM. It's basically a 7-Eleven. It's like a, um... It's like a rural farm. It's like a Schweetz. A Sheets, not a Sweets. No, 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 no. It's Sweets time, baby. Sheets is the name of the store, and then Sweets is like their snack section. Is that does that technically count as a dad joke? Hey, what do you call a Wawa in California? Wawa West. <laughs> You're not a dad yet. So until you are, you gotta stop. I'll send that message to Tony and he can do it. Wait, Tony's a dad? Yeah. Yeah. His wife is gonna have a kid here soon. Oh, I thought he was already a dad. That's that's what I was like. Oh, I didn't know. Now you know. Well, on the way. That don't count. No. <laughs> you don't get a build up when they're in negative years. <laughs> 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 he's like 89% a dad right now. Well, he's charging up his fucking ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> he just shouts a dad joke as soon as the baby crowns. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you gotta start raising them right from the first breath. Gritty was completely outside his comfort zone, and yet he was absolutely and completely comfortable with what was going on. He had forgotten what it was like to just live, to embrace every moment as it comes and not fixate on what you had or what you could do, but rather on what you were doing and enjoying it for exactly what it is. A passion began to well up inside of him. A mixture of feelings that amounted to a cross between a kid in a candy shop and the first date with a new lover who hit all the right buttons. Gritty was so entranced that he completely forgot about any of his super awesome powers that would have made shopping more convenient, and just did it the old-fashioned way. There was something to be said about going naturalist, and he made a mental note to see if he could get away with being one of those mascots who doesn't wear pants in the future. <laughs> okay. If Peepoodoo could do it, why not himself? God damn it! <laughs> Fucking Peepoodoo. If regular shopping could be this exhilarating, imagine what a pantsless walk in the park or skate on the ice could feel like. Tumicus barely said anything as they grabbed all the items for their eating adventure that night. He didn't need to say anything. There was a synchronicity between them. They would arrive at the candy bar section and both simultaneously reach for the same items. Like a midnight Milky Way or a king-sized Kit Kat, they giggled with each other on multiple occasions as the opportunities to touch one another's non-sexual appendages kept happening. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All their appendages are sexual. Yeah. And their shopping cart filled up slowly over the next two hours. Oh, God. No, I know what these kinds of customers. Mm. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> there was no need to rush. Everything could be slow. Easy. Right. Next up is me. After getting enough food brands to film a sequel to Food Fight, they went to the hot food section and crafted their own respective specialty sandwiches. Tumgis made a morning glory hole, which was a hamburger with a hole in the top of the bun and patty where a hot dog could be inserted. Alright. He added caramelized onions, pine nuts, and black pepper before squirting a copious amount of spicy mayo over the meat concoction, topping it off with a fried egg. God damn it. Oh my god. 
I wrote this and this still broke me. Gritty made a pukake tsunami. Wow. Which was eight hot dogs arranged in two layers between three hamburger buns. The buns were made deliberately moist with a yogurt sauce so that every bite had a deluge of white taste-gasm squeeze out. Mmm, white taste-gasm. He added a single olive to the top and dusted it with Dorito crumbs. Just hearing the liquid smushing noise as the sandwich was packaged in a leak-free container made Gritty shudder and moan a little bit. <sighs> they approached Who just the got a fucking text? Me. <laughs> Who didn't silence their damn phone? <laughs> silence your phone while Logan is masturbating to this. Where is my phone? They approached the counter when they had finished getting everything, the sun setting gloriously in the fingerprint-stained window behind the acne-laden teenager working the register. Oh, I don't think I can have any kind of people like this in my store. <laughs> I'm really gonna have to ask you to leave. Uh, You've been here two hours and haven't bought anything. I have to call the police. Laura, I'm gonna take my break now. The POS system was apparently broken, so the AMPM couldn't accept credit cards. Yeah, the piece of shit system. <gasps> That's just a little sales joke. I'm sorry, the Ampum couldn't accept credit cards. Gritty didn't have his wallet, and the last money he had was the tip he gave to the boudoir photographer. Instead, Gritty reached into his pants and pulled out season tickets for the Flyers next year. <laughs> The teenager was ecstatic and said that would be just fine and offered to walk out to help put the food in the car. Gritty shook his head no and they walked outside. The teen waved goodbye and marveled at his fortune, which unfortunately didn't last for long as that particular ampum was robbed at gunpoint the next night. Oh, jeez. And the teen suffered a bullet wound that grazed his brain and put him into a coma for two years. What the fuck? Wow. Gritty and Tumgus eventually made it up to him, but that's another story for another day. Why'd you have to ruin this beautiful story? <laughs> <laughs> As they packed up Gritty's car, Gritty noticed that the parking lot was completely barren besides themselves. This was odd, but they didn't question it. Did Tungus have a car? Did he fly? Did he teleport? Was he of an equal power to Gritty and they had just not crossed paths until now? Gritty's mind started to race with possibilities. Maybe Tungus didn't exist until recently, but how could that be possible? Did the universe just recently birth him to rebalance the powers of good and evil? Or maybe the universe heard Gritty's thoughts earlier today and responded by bringing Tumgis into this reality. No, that couldn't possibly be it. That would be too tropey. It's not like this is a terrible erotic fanfiction. That would just be ludicrous. Are you breaking your own fourth wall, Steve? <laughs> uh, yes. God, stop sucking your own dick. <laughs> oh, there'll be plenty of that later on. As the car was nearly done being filled with their coming feast. <laughs> you said coming feast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tumgus just kept smiling, projecting that strong aura of peace and love that had been constant since Gritty first encountered him. Gritty found that his racing thoughts calmed as he kept looking at Tumgus. It was like everything that was wrong that he could think of evaporated when he laid eyes on the walking snack sensation. Gritty had done well to bleh, suppress his sexual urges. It looks wrong, but it's not spelled wrong. For the last few hours, because he was active and distracted, but he knew the dam could not be held for long, especially once they were alone in the car. 
He didn't even know if they would be able to make it back to Gritty's secret lair beneath the Wells Fargo Center. The car was now full of their binge rations, and they returned their shopping cart back to where they found it. Gritty was about to get his writing paper from within the car when Tumgus waltzed straight to the passenger seat, sat down, and motioned with a seductive hot dog finger for Gritty to get in the driver's seat. Gritty was smitten and thought to himself, would his entrancement by the siren ever cease? Val, your turn. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit on this next line. Gritty, whose real name was Rex Albatross Dynamo. You can't just give him a real name. (laughs) Yeah, you're not powerful enough to name him. (laughs) You got to admit that's a good name, though. No, it's not. He's rad. See? He's rad. And nobody said anything. I mean, he is kind of rad. I'm going to stay here until somebody keeps reading. (laughs) But nobody knew that except for him, Plopped is super... Supple. Super... Supple rear on the driver's seat. It is a super rear. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen him shake that thing? Yeah. You know, I always think of this other mascot called UP that used to be the mascot for the Expos since like 79. And then later on was bought by the Montreal Canadiens, the hockey team to become their mascot. I always think of him as Gritty's uncle. And I don't remember why I wanted to go with that. Pressed the ignition button on the car, adjusted his mirrors, buckled his seat belt, checked his periphery, made sure Tungus also had a silt belt, belt on. He did. Silt belt? Yes. Silting his wrists. Shifted into reverse and slowly backed out while thinking about what super hot, ultra sexy activities were about to happen. The sexy thoughts didn't distract his driving, though. He was a good driver, and he honked his horn courteously at a fellow motorist who was pulling into the MPM without his headlights on. Gritty loved horns. <laughs> Don't you spread your fucking lies in this fic. You fucking piece of shit. You're worthless. No one will ever love you. <laughs> Is that the thanks I get for writing this story for you, Logan? You're dead to me. (laughs) Uh, Where was I? You were at Gritty Loved Horns. Yes. They reminded him of hockey. As they were driving along, Careless Whisper Hair Horn Edition came on Gritty's Spotify playlist. Hair horn? Yep. Hair horn. Oh, air horn. I heard a hair horn. Gritty began to feel a warm, meaty caress on his shoulder. (laughs) He couldn't take his eyes away from the road for long because that would be poor driving etiquette. Bad driver, no get snoo snoo. (laughs) He glanced over at Tungus and saw all five of of his processed meat fingers planted firmly on his shoulder. My meat finger. Tungus smiling as warm as a bowl of oatmeal with cinnamon and raisins in it. Touchy, touchy. Grabby, grabby patty. (laughs) (laughs) A voice suddenly entered Gritty's head. I know you can also communicate this way, but I didn't want to startle you too much back at the store. (laughs) Oh, Tungus, what happened to your voice? Jesus. Gritty floundered for a moment. I didn't want to intrude myself back at the store, but I have so many questions. I know you do. There will always be questions. Even when we have answers, those answers reveal more questions to be asked. 
There are some times when you can ask the question, and the answer itself doesn't matter. There is one question right now that I must ask, and I hope it doesn't spoil the moment. May I touch you? <laughs> well, I mean, you're already doing that, so. <laughs> Not like we were at the store. No, I want to touch you in a way that you deserve to be touched by someone who knows what you are. Touched by someone who knows what you do, and what you go through, and what you deserve to feel by the touching. <laughs> Smitten. Completely and utterly smitten. Nothing was hotter to Gritty than sexual consent. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. Seriously. Sexual consent between informed parties was the hottest fucking thing to Gritty. Sometimes Gritty would stay after the hockey game to make sure people weren't taking sexual advantage of others who might have had a bit too much to drink, and his eyes would jiggle with delight when two people would look at each other and ask, Is it okay if I make out with you? His erections from seeing that sometimes damaged the metal dumpsters he would hide behind during his vigilante watch. I don't want to know about yes. how he hides behind dumpsters. <laughs> yes. Very Yes. Greedy then began to feel that same warm, meaty caress on his right upper thigh. Which, in Greedy's opinion, was the best upper thigh. Um. Oh. Okay. 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 Yeah, as opposed (laughs) to the left upper thigh. The right's definitely better. (laughs) Tungus began reaching up under Greedy's pant leg, squeezing the hot dog digits and then the cinnamon bun palm beneath the sport fabric. (laughs) I didn't realize I made that. I didn't mean to make that spelling mistake. You're not allowed to correct it. (laughs) I'm not correcting it. I wasn't thinking of touching it. It's good. Sport. <laughs> Sport. <laughs> okay. Coming through the tufts of fur. Can I get one more of those, Val, real fast? Gritty loved that feeling. He also loved sport. <laughs> I love sport. Sport good. Give sport to give sport to Tungus. No, sport! You have to Give sport to Tungus! <laughs> he couldn't hold out for long at this rate. Thankfully, they were just then pulling into the parking lot of the Wells Fargo Center. Gritty hit the button on the dash next to the seat warmer. He loved toast buns! Ha <laughs> ha. That opened the hatch to the secret ramp for his secret base. A section of the parking lot on hydraulic lifters elevated to allow the car entrance. As Greedy pulled the car into the parking spot near the front of his hideout, the parking lot returned to its regular configuration. Logan, circling right back to you. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just gotta gather myself. <laughs> so the underlined is Gritty, and the not underlined is Tungus. Okay. okay. I have to think of a fitting voice for Gritty. I mean, is any voice going to be fitting for Gritty? <sighs> That's a very valid... Valid statement. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> there are plenty of fire exits in case of an emergency. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I think I'll use one right now, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. And the way things are going, things are going to become very hot very soon. The hunger. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
You fucked up on your next line, Mo. <laughs> that is the point. That is the entire fucking point. No, it's never ending. <laughs> then it doesn't say that. It says that. That's what the song says. <laughs> it is eternal. I have known it as you have for the infinity before our meeting that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bit of a cold. It makes it a little more difficult to assume my Denny God voice. And it never ceases. The hunger is always, or rather, it was. I believe it will be stopping soon. That's foolish. The hunger is never ending. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Gritty felt his pants, which were super duper moist. Only part of that moisture was due to the grease residue from the grooming Tungus's meatstrosity appendage <laughs> left behind. Both Gritty and Tumgus opened their doors and got out. After Gritty stood up, he reached down to the wet spot, rubbed it a bit, and brought it to his lips. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Hot dog juice and cinnamon bun frosting <laughs> went together surprisingly well. What does it? Have you tested that? And the salty addition of his own groinal machinations <laughs> rounded the flavor off perfectly. It wasn't always a pleasure to eat one's gains, <laughs> but this recipe would be making it into the next. His next. His next hit semen cookbook. I couldn't think of a good name for gritty semen cookbook. You are a disappointment. Oh, shut up, considering everything else that's already happened. Give me a little credit. (laughs) No. (laughs) Gritty opened the... (laughs) You fucking buffoon. (laughs) Gritty opened the his front door, and they both went in. No. They bother. And they both bother when... No. It's not both bother. It's they just... bother when... It... <laughs> no, I think you're fucking up. <laughs> and they bother when in. Putting the food bags down on the luxurious kitchen counter. After shutting the door and turning on the lights, Gritty turned on his housewide Bluetooth speaker system and put on DJ Schmoly. I don't know what that is. Oh, DJ Schmoly is a mashup DJ. Gritty fucking loved mashups. Mashups and sexual consent, the ways to Gritty's heart. The two abominations. Hey, how dare you? How dare I what? How dare you? How dare you call them abominations? The two, mm-hmm, to God and man, known as Gritty and Tungus, began unpacking the food. Not even a moment after the last item was laid out on the counter. Did the two commence the devouring? Gritty grabbed his pakake tsunami sandwich, which was still perfectly warm and moist, and bit into it as sultrily as he could manage. A deep, primal <laughs> groan of pleasure erupted from Gritty's mouth, so loud and reverberating that his googly eyes vibrated at exactly 173 hertz. Okay. <laughs> so the author, did he measure that particular measurement? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
David, in answer to your question, yes. Gritty said evocatively. Tumgus, in turn, grabbed his morning glory hole and ate nearly the whole thing in one gulp. The juices splattered around, essentially within his cavernous mouth, resulting in a bunch coming back out onto his cheese puff beard. The noise Tumgus made quaked the stars, and the whole Milky Way galaxy seemed to groan in ecstasy simultaneously. <laughs> so that's the cosmic background radiation? <laughs> it's just Tumgus groans? It's just old man groan? <laughs> Gritty's own sandwich juices had tripped messily onto his own face, and the one thing they didn't think to get while shopping for food was paper towels. Wait, what is that? Paper towels are scientifically proven to be more monetarily efficient than napkins, which is why millennials <laughs> have killed him. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true, you can use a paper towel multiple times. Tumgus and Gritty realized this at the same time. Their life rhythms still completely in tune with each other. The brief respite from consumering, <laughs> allowing them to again look deep into each other's eyes. Gritty and Tumgus held another brief consent parlay via their personal telepathy, where they established safety words and fully agreed to voice up when they were beginning to feel uncomfortable, and which things would be off-limits. It was equivalent to about 17 hours of UN negotiations, but lapsed by faster than you could. <laughs> Rate this fanfic on you liked it because the- <laughs> But try that again. Yeah. My eyes started fucking crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Rate this fanfic if you liked it because that really encourages me to write more. <laughs> <laughs> David, you're up next. <sighs> so I get the sex, huh? I wrote this specifically so everybody would get at least one page of fluff and one page of fuck. Great. Hey, I didn't get a page of fuck. Shh. I better get three pages. And I want you to do this like a classic 1940s boxing announcer. And then the makeouts began. Ding, ding, ding. Well, not quite makeouts. They had their mouths on each other's mouths. But the action was less a tungular expedition into stalagmites and stalactites of the mutual cave system formed by the mouth union and more of cleaning the brownie batter bowl with your tongue instead of a water and a sponge. Of a water? <laughs> oh, instead of water and a sponge. Oh man, I hate it when I get oh water on me. <laughs> Every drop of delicious meat juice or sauce was lapped at as if it was uh, as if they were starving. In a sense, they had been starving every moment of their existence up until that night, and they were putting to action their emotional desires by slobbering up every messy morsel. Gritty began to grope at Tungus's chest area, trying to find where his nipples were. You're slipping! You're slipping into Carl! No, that's Joe Rogan from UFC. Gritty honestly didn't even know if Tungus had nipples or breasts, 
or anything else underneath those bags. That's how fucking Joe Rogan sounds like. Not just, uh, I will show you one, but we should not squander sure. the rest of the food. It all looks so good. I'm okay with this being a canon voice for Tungus. <laughs> and with that, Tungus squeezed one of his own chest bags of kettle-cooked Oots potato chips and pulled down the front of the package. Underneath was a nipple, which looked like the contents of a melted fun-sized box of milk duds that you probably dropped behind the sofa right in front of the heating vent, and it was there all winter, but there's no hair in it, so it's probably still edible. On top of a large slice of pepperoni. <laughs> Tungus caressed Gritty's hand and pulled it towards the milk duddy mass. As soon as Gritty started to swirl his finger delicately around the caramel hotspot, Tungus shut his eyes tight and bit his bottom lip. Tungus <laughs> <laughs> said, he followed this up with a series of O's that sounded like Morse code from a distressed ocean liner. It got to the point where the lip biting and the O's were completely in rhythm, so he's going, mm, mm, ah. <laughs> Making one of the sickest beatboxing drum grooves the world has ever heard. <laughs> Tungus took one last lip bite and accidentally bit off part of his lower lip. It was okay, though, because he is made of food and it would probably grow somehow. Tungus didn't notice, or if he did, didn't mind. And Gritty was too distracted by playing with Tungus's pachinko controls to care. Okay. Suddenly, Tungus began to grab whatever food he could from the counter and started shoving it in the space between Gritty and Tungus. Their mouths merged once again to form a nightmare abyss underneath the falling food masses from which no meal could ever escape. Gritty started to help, switching hands on the sugary pepperonipple. Pe pe oh, there we go. Pepperonipple, in order to more effectively grip the more food items. They didn't even bother taking the wrappers off most of the items, but they didn't care. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. Neither had, as far as Gritty knew, experienced this before, and it felt so friggin' good. <laughs> David, are you okay? No. It was almost as if every nerd sim. Nerd. Every nerve. Nerd. It was almost <laughs> as if every nerve simulated or sti stimulated shit. <laughs> it was almost as if every nerve stimulated by Gritty's nipple play on Tungus could feel yeah, he could faintly feel. The more they did it, the more Gritty could sense his own body being stimulated. The licking, the moaning, the consuming, the rubbing. All of it was like a beautiful ballet of excess and gluttony. Soon enough, all the food they purchased was gone. It felt like hours, but it was a mere few minutes. They both took a moment to breathe. Gritty removing his hand from Tungus, Tungus reached down and grabbed two more bags from his chest, one containing nutter butters and the other Snyders of Hanover pretzels. He opened them and started taking the contents by twos, putting them into their mouths at the same time. Gritty was stunned. These looked from the outside to be just normal snack bags, but the contents tasted exponentially better than their usual variants. The warmth of Tungus's body made the textures more delicate, and there was a faint scent of Tungus himself all over them. Gross. It was almost aphrodisical. Okay, Sean, you're up. He you did it. I fucking won. Yes, you did. Are you going to survive? <laughs> I'll survive. Let's see if you can. I survived writing it. 
There you go. See, you can. <laughs> and and that was when Gritty <laughs> removed his pants. Gritty's primary dongus almost flopped on the ground, drooping down to about two inches from the floor, but then springing immediately back up to the ready and able position. It looked like a bungee jump that turned into a crane arm. Gritty didn't have prominent testicles, but all five were there. <laughs> He's missing one. <laughs> That's a good joke. Forming a kind of smiley face on the underside of his massive main member. <laughs> there was sparse hair on it, except on the top where it had a large mass that looked like a cheap toupee for a Caucasian mid-40s male. At the lower end of the middle class, having a midlife crisis trying to cover up early onset baldness. This is getting dark. I'm not sure who this is. Dig at. I think it might be a dig at Steve. <laughs> It's not a dick at anyone. Or Tony. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Is Tony balding? Yes, very much so. <laughs> Receding. That's why his name is Baldini. Oh, I'm sure he's never heard that fucking joke before, Val. <laughs> like, if you look at Tony's Twitter, he posted a picture of him. He drew his baby that's forthcoming, and he's holding it. He's like, kid, you have the exact same amount of hair I have. <laughs> it was a middling of mids. But it made Grady's penis look dignified. <laughs> like, even if it looked fake, he took pride enough in his appearance to give a bald toupee a shot. A, a bad, bad toupee. Dumagus began to grip Grady's plus three rod of wielding <laughs> with his pre-lubricated hands, letting Grady continue the mutual consumption of the Tumagus body food bags. As the bags were emptied one by one, Grady found that under each one was a nipple. It seemed that, over time, Tumgus's whole body was just a bunch of nipple bags. Sure! <laughs> All of them looked the same, but he could scarcely bring his attention away from the attention Tumgus was giving to his Sidewinder joystick. <laughs> the hot dog fingers did some incredible work. Gritty regretted never allowing himself to experiment with his meat tubes before now. Just with meat tubes. Uh, with meat tubes before now. And made a mental note to try it again with other kinds of tubular carnivore fare in the future. Every stroke felt incredible. The contours of the hot dogs hitting every curve and dip on Gritty's laser pointer of pleasure. As most of the bags were now consumed, Tumgus's vast array of nipples were exposed. Gritty started flicking, pinching, poking, and turning all of them like a panicking missile mission controller at NASA. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry. NASA! <laughs> <laughs> these, uh, these similes are really getting away from you in this story, Steve. <laughs> the moans elicited from Tumgis were almost musical. <laughs> with different nipples making different pitches and timbers. Tubular bells. Donkey Kong, what are you doing here? He began composing a concerto, one which he ended up taking to Carnegie Hall in the years to follow. <laughs> it was bliss of a kind Tumgus had yet to know. I sure hope you can last, my dear Sir Gritty. I can go multiple times per second with zero refractor period. <laughs> wow. 
Good, then. <coughs> Who's dying? We all are. Is that you, Dave? Yeah, no, it's me. <laughs> Doomgus pushed Gritty's hands away as he descended onto the fluffy mascot's roll of chocolate Necco wafers. Ew. Instantly, Gritty was pushed to orgasm. It came so fast and furious that Gritty could swear he hear Vin Diesel gruffing out a few lines of poorly written exposition amongst the deluge of pleasure spunk that ejected into Tumgus's slathering maw. Had me. <laughs> it was like sticking your dick into a, in the fa. In the fa. Try again. It was like sticking your dick in a hot pocket that was neither too cool or too hot. It felt like warm, smothered cheese and sauce, with wilted spinach and some other toppings. Dick cheese, yeah, okay. So much love juice came out that Tumgus began to cry, but they weren't tears. Some of the ejaculate made its way up Tumgus's nasal passage and into the tear ducts, making Tumgus weep a waterfall of oozing white cheddar. <laughs> After a couple of extra thrusts, Tumgus removed the still-throbbing, still-erect appendage. He then proceeded to make out with Gritty, exemplifying the eat-your-gains lifestyle. <laughs> Sharing is caring, after all. No, that's not the point of eating your gains. <laughs> You're not supposed to share your gains. <laughs> it tasted exactly how Gritty thought it would. All hot pocket why, but tinged with Tumgus's flavors as well. It was just so friggin' tasty. So, Logan, you mean to tell me that if you found your soulmate, you wouldn't consider sharing your gains? Hell no. Okay. Those gains are his, man. Those are my gains. They can eat their own gains. Yeah, eat their own gains. Is there any fantasy of yours that you would like to fulfill? I have very few, if any, inhibitions. Gritty knew exactly what he wanted. Stepping out of his pants, which were still on the ground, he took Tumgis' hand as they walked to what looked like an open elevator two rooms over. Gritty and Tumgis both stepped on the platform, after which Gritty smashed the button labeled HALFTIME! <laughs> Abruptly, the elevator started to rise as the ceiling above them parted way. Some particles of ice floated down as the soulmates began to ascend. As it had so often that evening, time seemed to freeze during the elevation towards the ice rink of the Wells Fargo Center. No words were needed, even though there was enough time there to write a review for a well-written fanfiction in order to let the author know what you thought and provide <laughs> feedback and criticism without flaming so that they can improve for future stories. Hmm. I don't know about well-written. <laughs> no flames, please. Once they were in the center of the rink, the ice closed around them again, and they were now at the focal point of a completely empty stadium. Exhibitionism was the most secret of desires for Gritty, since he is a well-known mascot worldwide. He would never be able to do anything sexual in public without being noticed. He was just too tall. <laughs> Doomgus motioned for Gritty to lay down on the ice, which didn't affect either of them at all because they were awesome. Tumgus sucked on Gritty's penis a few more times, not to get it harder because it was still hard enough to hold up a boat sail. No, he wanted to get it lubricated again. Tumgus then turned around and removed the remainder of the bags from his rear end. This time, instead of nipples, it looked like a very large cocktail weenie breading. Specifically, it was like a large cocktail weenie, except there was no weenie. <laughs> the crust on the outside had compressed into a sphincter. Okay. You can't spell cocktail weenie without cock or weenie. So put 
<laughs> so put your weedy cock in my tail. Hmm. <laughs> Tubegus knew it didn't quite roll off the tongue, but Gritty still thought it sounded supremely sexy. Sure. Tubegus started to squat down on Gritty, forcing the divining stick into his crusty innards. As Gritty began to thrust, he began to feel the orifice get moist. The first few thrusts caused a lot of croissant dust to go everywhere, but before long, a yellow-brown liquid began to congeal around the edges of Tumgis's anal accretion disc. It smelled like Dijon mustard, which combined with all the other smells going on made the area around the two smell like a deli with a candy rack that was on fire. That's not good! Tumgis began to moan again. While Gritty was just giving him the silent treatment, he knew people could come in here at any time, and part of the fantasy was being quiet to keep suspicions low. Maintenance folks could be coming to service the rink, or the lights. The cleaning crew might still have vomit left to sawdust up after the latest game. This was the hottest fantasy, and Gritty was in bliss. Gary Busey God damn it. was walking through the empty Wells Fargo Center upper deck for no apparent reason. You need to learn to control yourself. When he saw a seven foot tall furry orange monstrosity laying down on the ice with its penis out, giving anal sex to another person that looked to be made of popped chip bags and pepperoni milk duds. Gary Busey approved, wandering off to find a sandwich or something since seeing that had made him hungry. Val? Okay. It didn't make me hungry, though. I'm not asking you to go get a sandwich. I'm asking you to read. Oh. I mean, if you want to get a sandwich for us, then feel free to. Are you sending me to the kitchen? No, we're telling you to go make yourself a sandwich. Feed yourself. Yeah, fucking, you need to feed. You need to feed? (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird way to say that. (laughs) No, man, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Gritty and Tungus went on like that for a while, eventually pumping out a few gallons of the mustard onto the ice, which caused Zamboni to malfunction before the next hockey game after its tires became locked once it drove through the mustard pond. Gritty finally started making sounds of life and humped so hard he made himself dizzy. This was what he needed. This was everything he was missing in life. The universe had heard his call and Tungus was the answer. Gritty began playing with his own nipples with one hand and started smacking Tungus's ass with the other. With each smack, more and more of the breading and nipples started to fly off. Oh no! Oh Jesus, he's dismantling him. <laughs> <laughs> Gritty could not contain his passion though, as with each smack, Tungus moaned more and more and squatted down on Gritty's dick harder and harder. Gritty had to focus on remembering to breathe it felt so fucking good. The ground around him soon was littered with Tungus bits, looking like the Great Caramel Factory explosion of 1937, which injured and maimed at least 124 child workers. Was that real? (laughs) No. The fact that it made you question it, though, means that it was worth it. (sighs) Okay. Tungus suddenly did a tuck and roll maneuver. Gritty could still thrust inside Tungus's ass, but Tungus began fingering Gritty's butthole, trying valiantly to live the dream of making Limb Biscuits, chocolate starfish, <laughs> and the hot dog flavored water a reality. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but. You just keep checking them off the list. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> he couldn't handle it anymore. 
Greed lost it and Mount Vesuvius erupted. The train entered the tunnel. The rocket launched into space. Greedy came again and the universe shifted. Three inches to the right. <laughs> yeah. Not a big shift, but a shift nonetheless. The entire universe moving three inches is a significant shift. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a very big cumulative shift. Well, I mean, if the whole thing moves three inches in one direction, that's really not that important. Thank you. But one direction doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the issue is, is that it is a straight, all of the universe all at once moves three inches. That's Yeah, who cares? That's like plate tectonics on like a super scale. No, that's not. But if it, the whole universe shifts at the same time, it doesn't matter. There's no significance to the event if, relatively speaking, nothing has happened. It's like moving a picture three inches to the left on your wall. No, no, it would be like moving your entire house three inches to the left and then saying, oh, something about this one picture in my house has changed. I think we're reading too deep into this. You wrote it! <laughs> <laughs> you did wrote it. <laughs> when Tungus pulled his fingers out of Gritty's butt, it looked like he had lost a few. Whoops. Gritty could all actually still feel the hot dog fingers wiggling around inside him. He looked at Tungus and the look that Tungus gave him comforted. They weren't done yet tonight. The fingler wigglers in his anal cavity were proof of that. What's a fingler? It's like a finger, but not quite. <laughs> it's the finger that lingers. <laughs> <laughs> they made their way back down to Gritty's place and finally into the bedroom, past the food carnage that had happened earlier in the evening. Gritty's mattress had a huge comforter that had his face on it, which they removed because dry cleaning a comforter is such a huge pain, dude. You're not lying about that. That shit sucks. Yeah. As they got on the bed, they began to cuddle and spoon. Tungus looked a whole lot different from when they first met. He looked like he had lost more than half his body mass with the bits knocked off or otherwise consumed. As they made out again, things finally just felt right in Gritty's life. You wanted to be inside me, but now I want to be inside you. He already is. The Fingler is inside of him. Uh, he wants more. Gritty sat up and started to turn over to reveal his backside, but Tungus put a hand on his shoulder. No, not that way. God damn it, are, are we gonna have sounding in this fanfic? Oh god, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Tungus put the remaining hot dog fingers from his left hand on Gritty's lips and ever so delicately thrust them in. They were as delicious as anything else Gritty had eaten that <laughs> evening, even with the little bits of poo still on them from his own butt. Uh. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> then Tungus took Gritty's chin in his right hand and shut his mouth over the fingers. Tungus moaned in pleasure even more than before. This time for a solid 2 minutes and 14 seconds exactly. That gave plenty of time for Gritty to freak out, then think, then freak out again. Trust me, this is what I want. Logan, you're finally getting your third page. Take us home, buddy. Gritty got instantly erect again. Chewing loudly on the meat miracles now swimming around in his mouth. In his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they were obscenely good. Gritty couldn't help himself. He began shoving Tungus's entire hand inside his mouth, eating the bun just as loudly. The chewing and the moaning together sounded like an entire camp full of intermittent fasters going to lunch on Sloppy Joes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Soon, Gritty had eaten Tungus's entire arm. Gritty began to cry. 
He wanted to make Tungus just as happy as he had made him. But if Tungus was gone forever, then Gritty would never be happy again. He remembered what Tungus said about questions and answers, and answered himself. He wanted to value Tungus's happiness over his own. Thank you very much for that, dog. You're welcome. Bye, boys. <laughs> Logan? Yeah, I had to open the door and let my dog in. Chill. <laughs> Never! Because Gritty would live his entire life still overall happier for having known him, if only for the briefest of moments before the inevitable heat death of the universe trillions of years from now, where Gritty would still likely live on. Maybe the memory of Tungus would heat up the universe enough that, in its death throes, it would be, it could be, reborn again, and another Tungus could come along. The universe being as full of infinite possibilities as it is, maybe it could happen. And also three just to the left, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Gritty ate Tungus's other arm. Oh, sorry. It doesn't say Tungus's. It just says Tungus's other arm. <laughs> Coming multiple times as the devouring continued. Gritty's other two supplemental penises even started to get in on the action, forming a fountain of squirting splooge that began to moisten any parts of the bed that had yet to me moisten. <laughs> <laughs> you should masturbate less while you write. <laughs> uh, weren't you at work for half of this? <laughs> you, you did this on government time? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't getting paid, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> Tumgus didn't say anything as this went on. He just moaned and smiled. <laughs> As Gritty worked his way up the body now, ending with Tumgus's head, Tumgus grinned the widest yet and said, I love you, Gritty. I will always be with you. Then Gritty ate Tumgus's head and began searching for the Pepto-Bismol before going to take a shower. He was full of food and lots of stuff that wasn't food, but he was empty on semen. And also on energy. <laughs> I'm low on semen. Must eat games. <laughs> he felt lonely again. Not as lonely as before, but still lonely. He cleaned himself up. He cleaned himself up and crawled into bed to cry himself to sleep. Aww. Gritty had lots of weird, vivid dreams that night. He felt his insides shifting and thought he might have shed the bed. <laughs> <laughs> when he got up, to his complete surprise, he felt hungry again. As he roused himself from bed, from the bed, he walked into the kitchen, only to find Tungus there in a French maid outfit cooking bacon and eggs. Okay. I'll buy it for a dollar. You didn't think I was gone forever, did you? I am a god. We still have so much to do, so much to see. So much to see, so much to do, so much to see, so much to do. Author's note. Seriously, I hope you're fucking happy. I feel so dirty. Or you could say, I feel so <laughs> gritty. <laughs> really? That's the joke you're going to end on? Yes. Nice. So was it worth it to you, Logan? Was it worth the season of wait? Yeah. What season? It happened like 
five episodes. No, season seven, episode one is what I requested the fix. No, 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 no. We talked about this because it was like season seven, episode nine, where I had to take one of the readings away from you and promise you the story as a result. As recompense. As recompense. Yes, but I demanded this fic be made season seven, episode one. But you didn't specify me. I didn't volunteer myself. No, I didn't care who made it. <laughs> <laughs> it just needed to be made. I just needed it. Yeah, I think we're going to end on that. I think that's a good stopping point for this evening. But, but there's still half an hour left. Yes, I know. I don't have enough energy to do another round. Really now? Ugh. <sighs> I think I can do another story. I my chin hurts too much. Not my chin, my cheeks hurt. Yes, <laughs> your <laughs> chin. <laughs> my chin hurts too much. He had a bad case of the laughs. <laughs> All right, fine. One more story then. Oh, I was good with no story. David, you're good with no story. <laughs> yeah, Logan, you can have my read. No, Dave, you're gonna take your read. Damn it. Here, we'll read an old classic then. All right, David, you get to go first. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Old classic. <laughs> Train with Village for Massive Man. That was an old story from like 2,000 years ago. Yeah, we had to reread it. Yeah. Why do we got to reread it? Because we had to lose it. We had to lose it in the Great Purge. Yeah. We had to lose it to find it again this week on the Lifetime Television Network. <laughs> it was purged from the internet and we had to reread it. The author. Hi, people. I did this story very fast. This, the week passed by, passed very fast. I had no time to think about much, much about a history. It's a bit hasty made. Sorry for that, but I decided to just not let the date pass because I promised. Beows. Beows. I promise a story every Friday. Even thought. It's not that polished. I hope you enjoy. I promise the next one will be made more. Ca- Surfle? Surfle? Enjoy! Jenny in the village for a massive man. Bruce Banner left at the leaf village. He wanted to be a ninja. So he can control emotion to not let the Hulk smash everyone's lives and dreams and loves. So he goes to Hulk Cage, the greater master ninja of Villef. Villef? Villef? <laughs> Mr. Hockgay, say Banner. I eat (laughs) trains. That was a flawless impression of Agent Smith from The Matrix. (laughs) Mr. Hockgay, say Banner. I (laughs) eat train. I must control internal feral that kills my chances to obtain a life of pleasurable love alongside women's blossoms and nails with a Z. Oh, you want to train? Don't you, Mr. Bonner? No, we don't train non-Japanese. We train Japanese, so fuck off, you bastard. Wow. I was going to say, that xenophobia got real bad real fast. Bruce Banner got very angrily mad at the Hogak. (laughs) And the Hulk oopwers. And the Hulk oopwers were surfacing. Whoop, whoop. Wanting to kill that old pillow of shit and ninja chicaner or carnicery. Carnicery. Hookie's eyes got red and the mouth got purple and Hulk was ready to roll. But the end. Ho Cage! Screamed a girly girl. Oh, wait. Ho Cage! Screamed a girly, girly voice entering the sack where Burus and Ho Cage was. It's a Naruto. Uh, the powerful orange ninja. And he was along Sa- Sa- Sasuke, 
the goth village idiot. They gave hands one another, so love be forever among then, and never let a woman interfere with their most brotherhoodly love. Sure. Sasuke kissed Naruto's ears. Ah! Relax, Naruto. What a man! What a man, what a man, what a man. What a mighty good man. Bruce Banner suddenly feel L, fill with extra L, Hulk go away. What? He wanted D to kill, but that boy, what was about him? He felt like a big feral beast lies inside the small Japanese body. Japanese. Jay Leno body. Of that orange flower of the east. Bruce Banner thought, my great China wall collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> and blood pumped inside his tomato dick. Uh. Hocage noted Wat Hapned, so he said to Banner, Bonner, I let you stay and train. You will turn Japanese. At least I really think so. <laughs> but Hogak had other plans to Banner's. Hogak. Naruto, take Bruce to his tent. He, we all train with us and be big ninja to kill interferes and preserve intimacy besides other unaccomplished... It's preserve. Pre... <laughs> Prayer serve intimacy beside the other unaccomplished behaviors. Master, said Naruto, uh, confused by so impressive power words emerging by Hogake's mouth. Grr, take Banner to your home. He will train him to mower, to, to moe rower. Naruto and Sasuke did as Hoke Cage said. That night, Bruce Vanan, Vananer. Vananer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Vananer was really happy. He was around a bonfire with Sasuke and Narut to his side. However, woman was a prorarching. A poraching. Oh, a prorarching. A poraching. Apparaching. Good lord, Naruto. It's Sakura. Cried Sask. And he shed a tear of crushed pride. His effeminated body started to shake as the Sakura feminine presence arrives because real men stay with men. Man. Hello! Cried out loud Sas Sasuka with a big boobies emerging from her chest. And David suddenly gets a thousand percent more invested. Finally, <laughs> something for David in these stories. <laughs> she got a boob job today. So did you want to show to Sasuke for whom she has a crush? Sasuke, do you see anything different about my body? Different in my body? My chest? My nipples? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just think of the gritty milk dud pepperro nipples now. <laughs> and Salkira immediately punched Sasuke in her, or with her immense breast. Sasuke vomited. Yeah. Sean, you're up. <laughs> Blurg! And Sakura's chest got all covered with possessed ramen because <laughs> Sasuke has the D.I.V.I.L. in his body, in the body. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Repeated ad infinitum. Sakuria horrified by the little devils dwelling inside the ramen vomit. Sasuke! What? The devil want to crush my heart. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the devil went to Georgia. He was looking for a stall to steal. He was in blind, way behind, willing to make deal. <laughs> Cried again, Sakura, but she was wrung. 
they don't want her her harath. <laughs> You're turning into a dog. Barf barf. They want her pre- breast implants. The blue small horny devils with their drill-shaped penises make holes into Sakura's breasts. Okay. Perforating them. Ah. And exposing the raw flesh of that once was hot girl. They found the silicone and ate it. Tell nobody silicone could found itself. God, this is so confusing to read. Sakura looked in awe and shock. Now her saggy titties reached the ground and bleeding like a castrated murky llama. What the fuck? Why you gotta be like that to them titties, man? Yeah, why you gotta be like a murky llama? Yeah. Sasker, looks what you did to me! What, Mom? I'm ruined! And Sakura ran away, go- going back to her tent with her flappy, scarred for life, fucked up breasts, zero. Wow. <laughs> Finally, Sakura got wath she deserves. <laughs> wath. She didn't deserve that. No. She just wanted to impress her man. Yeah. Laughed out loud, Sasuke, with Narutop clapping his hands in approval of such bad acts. <laughs> That's my favorite Pokemon, Narutops. <laughs> <laughs> but Bruce Banner. <laughs> but. <laughs> he didn't like it. Why such boys act in such a way to pierce the sentiments of women like that? Why such boy activate such way in sincerity apology? <laughs> Even thought the result ki- resultant kiss between Naruto and Sasuke. Sakusuke gave him a boner. I believe in you, Sean. You got this. Banner cried silently, mourning for those big, beautiful, slaughtered pair of fine Japanese milk fountain volleyballs. Okay, maybe not. So everyone went to sleep and dreamed with angels? Sure. Yeah, it's angels, not ankles. Next day, Bruce Banner training Naruto was the chief in training. <laughs> Can you add a couple more of the re-re-re's to that? <laughs> training <laughs> So he trained Bryce Banner with all the girlish attitudes is possible 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 be I can't, I can't even read the wrong thing right now <laughs> I'm Anne Hesh. <laughs> From an orange ninja boy. Sakuker trained Banner in... Sakuker. 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 Look, girl, he loves the best. She destroyed her breasts. <laughs> in Jutsus, Ninjutsus, and every Kike's and fists he could t- teach to a green heart-filled scientist. Bruce was progressing. Bruce Banner, said Hokage. You will learn in no time. We'll will turn her Japanese. <laughs> Again, we really think so. And Hoakage hugged Bruce, squeezing Bruce's buttocks. Because Hakaoji wanted to see Bruce flex all of his muscles and show how of a virile man he was. Because of scientific method, Bruce used his mental capacity... Capacities. Capacity. To learn Muay Thai. It's the most difficult and hard training fighting style in the world. No, it isn't. Yeah, what is then? It's called Kill a Guy. Oh, Kill a Guy. Who's the master of that? His name is Gritty, and you may have heard of him. He's the best. Checks out. His ankles, Kness, and elbows got rigid and big. Unhappily, with such, mu- with such much abuse in the joints, Banner acquired cancer in the jowls. 
Oh, not the jowls. Jowl cancer is completely uncurable. Oh, God, said Naruat, crying tears of pornographic qual- graf- <laughs> graphicality and shaking his wrists like bull's penises. Banner will die, Sasuke. What shall we do? I don't know, my lover, uh. said Sasuji, hugging much Naruto and kissing him to fell the sadness in his body fluids. Naruto tears were entering Sasuke mouth, who had his nostrils filled with hot with green snot. Yeah. The snot of Sasuke wear so much in abundance that Naruto can help but lick that pleasurable liquid Ew. of nausea-inducing rottenness. <laughs> yeah. I didn't stoop to this level, at least. Banner, who was at the bed of the tent, saw Naruto and Sasuke making out and crying for his unlucky. Banner vried, too, because it's hard to find friends that support you in difficult times. Days went and go, and Banner got Warsaw. He got he went to Warsaw? Yeah. Yeah, you know, just Poland. If only he could turn into Hulk. A ninja he turned. <laughs> what was the name of their... Uh, the Warsaw the, Pact? The Warsaw Pact. Yeah. From the stupid Harry Potter fanfiction. <laughs> Fucking Trotskyites. <laughs> if only he could turn into Hulk. A ninja he turned, and many abilities got. But the one he wa- he most wanted is the one that will kills him. Dot dot dot. Self control. Control. Controttle. Controttle. Thank you. I'm up next. One day, the last day of Bruce Banner, Sakura appeared again. But she was different. She turned into a bitch. He breast got extracted because of infection and varicose veins popping all over her body. She turned into a monster, a former self of what she was in the past. Oil dripped from her neck, tentacles extruded from her ass. Jesus. Oh, it's toilet zombie. Yeah, zombie ass, toilet of the dead. Yeah. Lots of small penises penetrated her thousands and thousands of self-inflicted vaginal holes she created on her flesh with spatulas and cheese. Okay. Sasuke! Not too rude! Shouted in perfectly fried lung, the now Sakura bitch, wanting her revenge and kill her once she was in love, Sasuke. Sasuke and Naruto got out of their tent of love to see what was. Ah! Thank you. That sounds like what Sean was trying to read in my story with the. Cried the two queer faced Nijas. Pissing their panties and pooping poppies from their corny asses. Pooping poppies. <laughs> Sakura approached the two hugging coward boys and threatened then with a Swiss cheese made of poisonous fermented cum. Okay, that's a thing. Suddenly, soldier boy, you, 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 you. Went to jail. <laughs> you will buy my pirated emulation console, which infringes on Nintendo's copyright. Oh my god! So, 
<laughs> my favorite panel at Magfest. There were some people who were basic. They had one of those, and they were oh, presenting. Oh, wow! Kidding. And that had amazing things on it, like Mario Seventeen. <laughs> what? Because all the games taken on it were just like uh weird, like Chinese um ROM hacks. <laughs> wow. All right, so I saw a story on this before where uh, basically Soldier Boy said Nintendo saw what I was doing and wanted to get in on the action. No. What action? It's their games. I just looked up Soldier Boy Kazo. Soldier Boy says his next console will feature Fortnite. Epic Games says no. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Ugh, I fucking hate that that's an actual thing. I will kill you for what you, uh, you have done to me. Look, no more boobies. My vagina turned into comic noddles and my heart. <laughs> oh, my heart made of cotton dandy. And Sakura threw Polish equipment at the boys, hurling them with her bad intentions. They screamed and asked for help. No one came. But Banner, he was hearing. Yes, he got furioes about all the stuff happening at his front door. A girl, a bussing against two best lovers, two boys that just want to share the intimacy love that everyone deserves in the heart just about at last one. Tikme? Is that Tikme? Sure. In the life, or else no one will get happy if stay alone. Grrr! Hulk is em- <laughs> Hulk is emerging! The Fury finally got Bruce. He will help and save his best friends. The boys voyeurisically watched making sex every night while he got sickened and sicker because of his self-acquired cancerous tumor. Hook smash! Hook smash? (laughs) There's a lot more use than necessary. Hook! It's like you have to say it like you're Swedish. Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Not enough umlauts for it, though. Yeah. And Hulk awkens. No, that's awakens. He immediately gets out of the tent and punks Sakuta in the face. Punks? No, it's just punch. It punches. Louching her in the air, thousands of kilormitators. <laughs> kilormitators. <laughs> What? Asked Confud the girl, not knowing what hit her. Hulk jumps to the heaven to catch the now flying girl and puck her more. Or, I'm sorry, putch her more. Putch, yeah. Yeah, putch her more. Hulk! Richard! (laughs) (laughs) Cries the green and Romos massive Nija, throwing gamma shurikens against Sakura while she is flying to the stratosphere. You will not hit me, Hulk. I have power of love. She said as she whipped out her Huey Lewis in the news album. That's the power <laughs> of love. <laughs> and Sakura... Don't ki- need a credit card to ride this train. And Sakura kisses every shuriken throat against her, making then fall in love. Now my metal flying pets, cried Sakura to her shuriken's slaves. Go kill this fake ni- Japanese Nija. I was going to say Napanese. <laughs> <laughs> and the gamma shurikens obey. They fly towards the Hulk that is coming upwards to kill Sakura. No, 
Hulk will defy the laws of love and show that angriness is the heart solve most of the earthly's troubles. Sure. And Faustly, Fausty, Fasty. There we go. Like three speed of cannabis smoking dolphins. <laughs> I forgot that line was in this one. <laughs> Hulk mows every shurikens with his tenacious oversized green tinted cock. We never did make the cannabis smoking dolphin song, did we, Dave? No, no. it was okay. It was- cannabis smoking dolphin. Fight for right Japan. <laughs> Like a Harley Comnet, Sakura and Hulk is flying too towards the outer space. Sakura is feeling a bit lot of nervousness because she is going to be fucked up if she can't return in no time to Earth. She will cannot breathe in the space. Next up is Val. <gasps> Hulk will show you how not to treat Hulk's friends. Cries Hulk, threatening the ugly lady. Think, Sakura, think! My oxygen supply? Supply? Yeah, supply. And the lungs is get expelled through my pores. I will not stand much longer. And Sakura cries soreness a little bit thinking about that. It's when Sakura looks to the sky and see an angel. It's the Internation Space Station. Thank Buddha, I can... Refully may oxygen supply. Sakura then uses her anal tentacles. The ten tentacles tie Hulk, <laughs> giving her time to enter the space station. There, a Russian and two Americans greet her. How my a visitor? How did you reach here? Asked the three the tree? Like as in the the birch tree or the oak tree astronauts? Oh, it's a story long. Could you please spare oxygen? I'm blowing up. <laughs> oh, logically. And they give. Now Sakura have new supply. But Hulk is unhappy, and which much, much strong, he rips and shreds Sakura anal tentacles. Ah! Yeah, I imagine that hurts. I actually heard from across the room, I heard the start of the ah and had enough time to move my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Screams as blood bleed and boil as they get out of her body. They get out her body. You will pee, green man of giant cock. And Sakura, reuniting her most inner structure and passion, uses a giant piece of cum cheese and BAM! Again, had enough time to move. (laughs) A giant blow to the head of Hulk. The green emerald... Wait, why is Knuckles in here? No. Is kicked back into the Earth atmosphere, and Sakura goes bang him. While the two battlers are falling into the atmosphere, a vicious battle is occurring between them. Sakura punches and cuts Hulk's skin, and Hulk punches and crushes Sakura's bones, making her virtually un- unrecognizable. You, you, <laughs> scream Sakur. I'm not looking forward to having to clean your pop filter eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Already without teeth or intact face bones, the bleeding is excruciate young. Can't you see? I'm am the hero. That thing is going to die within a year. It's going to get water damaged. <laughs> Hulk's ears get wet with that revelation. She is the hero? How? 
Naruto and Sasuke destroyed my boob job. I came for the payback. Starring Mel Gibson. Ha! You is destroying my life. Me life. Screams Sakura to Hulk's brain with her telefatty. Telefatty. <laughs> or telefatty. No, what have I done? And Hulk land on his feet finally on the ground and stop. Sakura lands this next moment and she grabs Hulk giant law lamoir legs of cabbage juice. Hulk, say Sakura with telefatty, because she have teeth no more. Help me accomplish my destiny. Clean my honor for me. Hulk now understands. He and Sakura enter the tent where he was dying. And where Naruto and Sasuke were living th- too. As Dry enter, Dry cats Suzuki and Natuto making butt sex. <laughs> Natuto! Mm, Natuto, <laughs> my favorite character. Oh, Natuto, my favorite kind of piece of roll. <laughs> Hulk is displeased. No! Didn't have time that time. <laughs> <laughs> Now Hulk understands. Naturo and Sakuz only trained high so he could destroy Sakura for then and let they live their gay lives tugder. But Sasuke doesn't res- respect Sakura woman needs. Even a gay couple can afford having an girl concubine. Uh. Uh. That's not how it works. Uh. I don't think the word afford should be used in that. <laughs> no. <laughs> in terms of respect to a concubine. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's a dowry system. Uh, they could live a threesome. Benage It's a good wine. <laughs> It is! But no, Sasuke and Naruto, all immersed into their own navels, got infatuated and displeased their woman Frined and destroyed their woman organ of nurturing, the titties. As Hulk and Sakura enters, the two all covered in blood cuts and bruises, Naruto... And Sasukuji get up naked, very scared to what will happens. Don't kill us, says Naruto. Say Naruto. I will not kill, say Hulk. I will just punish you bad deeds. Shadow Clown Jutsu! And bam! Hulk creates four copies of himself. I forgot why we didn't read this so much. It's because it turned Val into somebody with Tourette's. <laughs> I wasn't there, though, the last time when you guys re- uh, read it. You sure? Yeah. Oh, all right. Steve, you're the only one who has access to those files anymore, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure somebody else downloaded the entire backlog of OCAD. Oh, guarantee, guarantee. Mm-hmm. You could always just edit the masters. First of all, masters don't exist. Second of all, fuck no. Third of all, why can't I just outsource it to the one other person who has all the files in fucking Estonia? Because they cut ties. <laughs> and now uh, now our favorite fans are in Latvia and Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> now my gay clones, fuck these bastards till their ass get flooded with green gamma cum. And the gay gamma Hulk clones do as the original wishes. Two Hulks get Naturo and other two get Sasuke. One for the butt, other for the mouth. They are very strong and fast, so the cum doesn't take long to come. As the Hulks comes inside Naruto and Sasuke, filling them with Gamakum, the original Hulk said Sakura, Do you want to celebrate this victory in new life of accomplished woman masters of cheese? Yes, 
Heat me my green tomato. And Hulk and Sakura make sex doctor while watching Naturati and Sasuke getting violated by massive juggernauts of cock pleasure. The end. Ba -ba -da -da -ba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I get to read the Patreon list. Yeah. Don't sound so upset. I'm just tired. That last one just exhausted me. I'm happy that we're back. Me too. I am happy that things are going well and they're only getting better. Huzzah. Thank you very much to our patrons, especially our genital guardians. Afrohawk, Grass Dragon, Dylan Barber, Disambiguity, Discuss, Epidel, Evan Balmel, Joshua Burns Rivera, Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Fouch, Miri, Niami Rose, Pope Sloth XVII, Sarah for the win, Sean Webster, Steve Van Sickle, The Waffle, and Wage. You guys are awesome. Oh, I'm hungry, guys. <sighs> Steve. Yes? Let's go get some KB. Oh, dude, Korean barbecue? Yeah, I fucking love that. Killer Beats? Let's get some <laughs> KB. Killer Bees! <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan Killer Bees on the loose. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fanfictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All of tonight's backing music was created by Schnabubila, aka Samuel Asher Weiss, and used with consent. Check out the rest of his music at schnabubula.bandcamp.com. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Apollo Duck by Will Rock. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.